Never invest in the present, invest in the future. That's the new motto of Kerry Grinkmeyer and Best of Us Investors. What is going to be the future? It's artificial intelligence, it's machine learning, it's quantum computer, and that's all wrapped around big data. And the changes of the future are going to be healthcare, they're going to be supply chain, they're going to be manufacturing, they're going to be deglobalization. So if you can look at the companies that are going to bring you that, that are going to be a part of that and identify them and find out who they are, invest in them today, you're going to make a lot of money. I'm going to show you in this video today four companies that I'm going to invest on behalf of my grandchildren, $10,000 a year for the next 10 years, and I'm going to turn that into over a million dollars. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. Never invest in the present, invest in the future. So where is my grandchildren's future? I believe my grandchildren's future lies with Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, and Google. And they will continue to give a 30% return on my investment, on their investment, over the next 10 to 13 years. With that being said, why would I think that is the case? Well, let's look at history, and let's look at a history that is comparable to today. Back in 2008, we had what was known as the subprime crisis, the real estate crisis. It was all involved in bad lending on the parts of our banking system that created over exuberance in every element of the stock market and then went into a crash. And as a result of that, Apple, Google, Amazon, and Microsoft went down substantially and then recovered. So let's look at history and say, okay, what is similar? What is different? What are the circumstances today that would cause me to believe that Apple, Google, Amazon and Microsoft are the best investments that I could make, conservative investments that I could make and leave them alone until I die and my grandchildren inherit it. What are, why would I do that? Let's look at the chart. What you're going to see on this chart is what I've done is created a chart, and many of you have seen this before, uh, of the returns on uh, Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, and Google since their IPO. And what you'll see is first column is the year. The next column is that of the return of that year. And then the amount that you would invest, your gain, your loss, and your balance. Well, I put zeros all the way down to 2009 because I think there's a similarity between 2009 and 2020. Two today, that is to say that uh, in 2000, um, Apple lost 57 percent, Microsoft lost 45, Amazon lost 45, and Google lost 56. Now their losses aren't near that uh, for this downturn in the market, but I think they give us a path for what we can expect in the future. And that's our goal, to in never invest in the present. 
but invest in the future. So what you then see from 2009 through 2022 is their returns, both negative and positive, in that 13-year period. And I have invested in each one of them a sum of $2,500 per year every year up until uh, 13 years. And that's what I'm showing here uh, from 2009 through 2022. So for Apple, as an example, they came out of their uh, loss of 57% with a gain of 147%, a gain of 53, a gain of 26, a gain of 31, a gain of 5. And you can see how they grew over the subsequent years. And you can see the same thing on Microsoft, Amazon, and Google. Why do I think that they will continue to perform as they have in the past? Well, I look at them and say, what is the what do they own? What do they have? Where are they in the market relative to the change that is going to happen to our society, to our stock market, to our world over the next 13 years? Well, I believe the change is going to be in artificial intelligence, um, machine learning, and that's all wrapped around big data, the management of data that it becomes more efficient than we've been able to do it in the past. Who owns the data? Well, the largest owner of data is Amazon. The second largest of owner of data is Microsoft, followed by Google and Apple. That pretty much sums up the ownership of probably 90% of the data in the world. So if there's going to be management of it and it's going to improve our society, who is going to be the facilitators of that management? Well, I believe it's Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, and Google. So why wouldn't I want to invest in them? They're the safest bet in the race. Now, will someone exceed their or give a better return than what they have averaged over the past 13 years, which is roughly 30%? So if you go back and look at the chart and say, I invested $10,000 a year at the sum of 2500 each stock or 10,000 total over that 13 years, I would have invested 130,000 that would have turned into over a million. I am confident that I can do the same thing. I am confident that will give me an average return in ex excess of 30%. Am I okay with that in a safe investment in their trust? Yes. Do I think there are better returns elsewhere? Yeah, I do. Uh, and I'm invested accordingly. But that's not what this video is about. This video is about a safe investment. And then you add to that the fact that this investment, these stocks, are at cheap price. What is, do I mean by cheap price? Well, Amazon is down 28% year-to-date. Apple down 12, Microsoft down 17, Google down 21. That's similar to 
what they're down from their highs. Actually, they're probably a little bit more down from their highs. Do I think that Amazon, Google, Apple, Microsoft will achieve, surpass their past highs? Of course I do. They're depressed right now. Why are they depressed? Fear. Fear of inflation, fear of interest rates, fear of things that will all correct themselves in time. Also, they are down because of an over-exuberance by our government of flooding it with, um, with, with money. We, in 2000, we, we flooded it with uh, $9 trillion. We followed it in 2000. And excuse me, in 2020, it was $9 trillion. And then we followed it in 2021 with another $3 trillion. So this is a sum of money that, has, that went to the stock market, created uh, uh, unrealistic prices, and now will correct itself. We also have a very massive change in our world. We have a deglobalization that is taking place. We have a war, potential World War III, taking place in both uh, Russia and now in China, as Nancy Pelosi is potentially going to Taiwan, and China is saying, if is lining up tanks, I don't know why they're lining up tanks, um, but they're they're making some aggressive moves. Is this change in our world? Yes, it is. Do we need to react to it? Yes, we will through deglobalization. What does that mean? Well, the world only functions the way it has for the last 40 years because in 1945, the United States came and said, we will uh, patrol the seas and make trade available. Then when the Berlin Wall came down uh, and uh, the digital revolution came into place, the world became a world trading zone that was kept safe by the U.S. Navy. The, we are basically saying we're not willing to do that anymore because it, it turned into a bad situation. What was the bad situation? It was called the coronavirus. China not only shipped us TVs and, and junk stuff, but they also shipped us a disease. And now we have another disease coming this way. We are basically saying we need to get a little more protective of ourselves and our citizens and deglobalize. And maybe the world needs to change and we need to gain new control over our population. We need to also improve health care. Who are four companies that are very involved in health care? One of them is Google. They own my Fitbit. Another one is Apple. They own the Apple Watch. And Tim Cook, on in January of 2019, openly said that if you will look back, Jim Cramer, um, 2035, at Apple and ask yourself, what was Apple's biggest contribution? I think the word he said was healthcare. I also want you to look up the, co the company Deep Minds. It is a subsidiary of Google. It is probably the leading edge of artificial intelligence in the world. 
So they are involved in it. Then look into Amazon Web Services and find out what they're all about and how they are buying the best chips available today, even trying to manufacture some of their own to handle all the data that they are going to need to process to take us into this new world. So Microsoft's right there with them. Also, then Google the word quantum computers and find out who owns them. You're going to see the same four names. So am I confident in putting $10,000? Where am I going to get the $10,000? I'm over uh, 70 years old. So I have to take a required minimum distribution. So does my wife. I will take that required distribution in the next several weeks and move 10000 of it into my grandchildren's trust. And in that trust, they own Apple, Amazon, Microsoft, and Google. I will add $10,000 to it. I'll try to find a nice price on it, but it really doesn't matter because they're going to inherit this and they're going to say, I wonder why he bought Amazon, Google, Microsoft, and Apple. And we're going to tell them, go back to Carrie's July video on why he's investing in four, the best four stocks for the next 10 years. All right. That's my take. I hope this reaches grandparents as well as beginning investors. This is how you invest. How you invest. And remember the phrase we started this. Never invest in the present. Invest in the future. If you'll do that, if you'll do that one thing and not get hung up with what the talking heads are telling you, about the present, you'll have you'll sleep well every night, as I do, and wake up with a new idea to share with my tribe. Talk to you again tomorrow.